Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi friends, welcome to Wheel Suckers. I'm your captain, Alex. I look after social media marketing and events at Look Mom No Hands A Cycle Cafe Bar Workshop on 49 Old Street, London. And I'm joined by my stoker. Stoking. Stoke, stoke. My name is Jenny. I'm the director at the London Bike Kitchen. We're a do-it-together bike workshop. And we teach people how to fix their own bikes through classes and drop-in sessions and our women and gender wag nights. So, friends, this is going to be our last podcast for 2017. Yeah, 2017. So Good times. I was like, simple, let's just do one good thing, one bad thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about. And I contacted some of the previous guests that we've had on the show and I asked them, tell me one good thing, one bad thing. Before we go into that, We'll just have a quick chat about what we've been up to, because I have a great silly story to share with you. We screened Battle Mountain, Graham O'Brien's story, on Thursday 7th of December. I think I might have got that wrong. At 49 Old Street. No, that's right. It's, I recommend getting a hold of it or I wait. I watch it. Yeah, or I'm, I'm sad I missed it. going to do another screening in 2018 and I'm going to try and get Graham down for it. Yeah, Graham. Amazing. Graham, if you're out there, we want to interview you. <laughs> Graham, you're great. He is, he is a goof. He's really silly and funny <laughs> and full of this childish kind of awe. And that sounds great. It's so good. It's so Maybe good. Maybe we can have a go on his bike. <laughs> that bike is insane. And he then also... He makes this tiny bike basically to try and beat a fastest machine land land speed record. Land, yeah, it's mach- like human HPV, right? Yeah, human powered vehicle. Yeah. I'm like, did they not think about what that acronym stands for? What? Because it sta- also stands for human papilloma virus. Like, oh fuck! The you know. STI, yes. guys. Oh my god. It's, it's so the same to... with STI and, and shifters, like Shimano. Ah. Did they not think about it? Shimano <laughs> transmission, whatever I stands for, interface or something like that? That's so but, funny. Uh, and so it's, <laughs> so people are like, oh yeah, my STIs are acting up today. <laughs> <laughs> like, ew, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's trying to be the fastest, like, STD. Oh no. <laughs> But he like encapsulates himself. Not only is he on a really small, ergonomic, streamlined bike, he then also is covered in a hard shell. 
It's like the funniest thing ever. I don't want to spoil anymore because you should either come and watch it with us or just watch it yourself and just experience the wonder that is Graham O'Brien. And the funny story is I use my laptop for it. And one of my friends changed my screensaver to say porn machine. (laughs) And I didn't realise I'd set the night up and I'd put my laptop on and it came up before everybody turned up and was bouncing around. And I was like, ah, shit. (laughs) Like, got rid of that. And then when we were watching the film, I assume because we're watching the film, the screensaver's not going to come on. No, because you're watching the film. Yeah, well, it came on. <laughs> it came on 20 minutes into the film at a room of like over 40 people to see porn machine bouncing around on the screen. <laughs> Josh was in the workshop and so everybody turned to look at Josh and Josh was like, it's not me, it's not me. <laughs> so to make Josh feel better, I wanted to own up that it was my laptop, but <laughs> it's not really my porn machine because my friend Still made it not into your a fault. porn machine, yeah. but... Finger pointing. Because uh, I'm always like, whenever I do events, I'm like, something will go wrong. You just accept that, and that's a given, and yeah. you're fine. And yeah, then I was yeah. like, that's the thing that went wrong. I was like, <laughs> it's so funny. Sometimes you're blessed. So, Jenny, what have you been up to? On Tuesday, I was in Oxford with the Broken Spoke co-op, bike co-op to do a talk about the book. We they booked the Peloton Espresso cafe which is like a tiny little look mum on the Cowley Road and I decided again to do my talk on um, how to get more women into STEM so science technology engineering and mathematics and I think one of the girls who's a mechanic there said she was really glad I kind of hijacked it and spoke about that instead of just talking about the book because the cafe there apparently is just mammal heavy Mm. and all the artwork on their walls is all dudes and it was really nice that they had some posters of me up in there amazing Uh, but they're gonna get taken down because no um, it's dated so (sighs) so dated but yes yesterday's news now (laughs) jenny's old hat (laughs) (laughs) um but it was a really good talk they the crowd there were like 40 or 50 people there so Probably more than the Bristol gig. So, yeah, maybe maybe more people will come and see me. Who knows? You come know? see Jenny. I'm, I'm it's a who. Um, I am speaking at an event in... If anyone out there is in LA, um, I'm speaking at the Microwave on Friday the 22nd That's of so December. <laughs> they're, they're another... Bike Kitchen. Bike Kitchen got started in LA. Awesome. And they, they made some satellite spaces so that the bike oven... And then they had the biker wave oh. in, in Venice, Venice Beach. And that's where Inspired. I'm going. Inspired. Yeah. Excellent yeah. work, friends. I'll post lots of photos and stuff. So Yes. Yeah. We've been nominated for the Bike Biz Industry Awards. Yeah, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah. And so Look Mom Your Hands was Specialist Retailer. And Ooh. Jenny got Cycling Woman of the Year. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty rad. But <laughs> we both could not be fucking asked to write. You have to write so, why you're going, you should win? Yeah, so we got an email saying that we've been nominated, each of us. And then it said, but you need to send us 600 character paragraph about why you deserve to win. And I was like, 
what? They sent it on the Monday and it was due on Wednesday as well. So, you know, and you're like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I'm yeah. busy. I'm busy. So I said to Jenny, I was like, Jenny, you write mine and I'll just, write yours. It was just a bit like horn tooting. And I'm like, I don't feel like tooting my horn right now. Like, no. no. When you're busy, it's like the yeah. last thing you want to do is be like, I'm amazing. It's just yeah. like, I just want to exist. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that likes talking about myself. We outsource. We outsourced our content. <laughs> with each other which I think is funny and yeah, we even so, emailed just like hi here's I was, Jenny was like hi here's look on your hands like here's Alex should be writing mine yeah. Yeah. and I was like here it is like <laughs> send it over hopefully we made it through that round yeah um, maybe we didn't make that <laughs> so it's a very festive time of year yes it is Right now, yeah, I don't know if it is when cold. you're listening to this, but yeah, it's festive right now. <laughs> and what you do in the festive time is give things to your friends. So we would like to remind you <laughs> that you can buy our shit and your friends will love it. This is the advertising portion of the podcast. So we're going to practice doing an advert because we've never done one before. And maybe <laughs> this, can... this podcast is brought to you by Look Mum No Hands and the London Bike Kitchen. <laughs> And now a word from our sponsors. Are you stumped? Do you have a friend that rides a bike? Do you not know what to get them for Christmas? Have we got the gift for you? That's the gift of knowledge. All available at the London Bike Kitchen. Just send us your money and we will send you a piece of cardboard or even an email that just says it's worth that much money. But wait, this isn't just a piece of paper or a cardboard or an email. It's the gift of knowledge. That's right, little Alex. Yay! Knowledge is power, and that's all I'll destroy the government. (laughs) That's right, Alex. Get the gift that keeps on giving. A gift voucher from the London Bike Kitchen. It can be spent on classes, workshops, drop-in time, servicing, repairs and any other sort of bribe you might want to give us. So, go to lbk.org.uk forward slash sale forward slash gift dash voucher and order your gift voucher today. Banana! It's the new Look Mum No Hands banana mug! Ooh, it's so big! And curved. That's right. Look Mum No Hands is released... A banana mug inspired by their famous banana range, including cycling kit and cycling caps. It's perfect for all hot and cold beverages. It fits so well in my hand. It has excellent mouthfeel. It can hold milkshakes, tea, coffee, bovril, creme de bananas. Go bananas and buy the Look Mum No Hands banana mug. Available from 49 Old Street, the Look Mum No Hands Cycle Cafe Bar Workshop, or their online shop. That's right. Just go to shop.lookmumnohands.com. So if you would like us to do an advert for you, get in touch. <laughs> well, let's talk about one good thing and one bad thing. First up is Julia Elliott, multidiscipline bike racer, freelance creator, YouTuber, journalist, and award-winning blogger. It's hard to think of things that happened to cycling in 2017 that made an impact because 
Uh, I'm trying to remember what actually happened this year. Loads of stuff. I guess one thing that I really, really liked uh, that was big news for me was when uh, mountain biker Tani Seagrave started winning um, the UCI Mountain Bike World Cups. She won her first one in Leo Gang and she'd be coming second for ages and ages and ages. So when she finally won one, I was just like... Go, Tawny! I think she's amazing. Um, I've been riding with her before. She's a super nice girl. She works really, really hard. And it was only a matter of time. She did really well as a junior. And then obviously she had to step up into the elite category. And it took her a little bit of time to get to the top spot on the podium. But that just made it all the sweeter when she finally did it. So, yeah, Tarly Seagrove's success story. That's my great thing that happened in 2017. As for a bad thing, well, as always, there's quite a few. But the one I'm going to go for is the fact that there's still not a minimum wage for female professional cyclists. I just kind of think every year that, you know, the UCI are going to step up and put something in place to make make it possible for female pros to make a living doing what they what they love and more importantly allow them to focus all their efforts on developing as riders there's a lot of talk of whether there should be bigger women's races such as a proper women's tour de france you know with long long stages and you know multiple days and A lot of people say, no, there shouldn't be because there aren't enough female pros at riding at the good enough level to populate races like those. But it's like a chicken and egg situation. It's like, well, yeah, of course there aren't enough female pros riding at that level because, you know, you have people having to work two jobs and they're not able to concentrate full time on their training. So it's quite hard for women to get to the same level as the men if they're also, you know, working as in various other jobs. So, yeah, there's my big disappointment for 2017. Still no minimum wage for female pros. Hey, Captain Alex. Hey, Stoker Jenny. It's Flora from the She36 Fixed Gear Girls Gang in Berlin here. And thank you very much for letting me be a part of the roundup of 2017 for the Wheel Socket podcast. So I'll start with the bad thing. One bad thing that happened in cycling this year was that seven cyclists have been fatally killed um, in Berlin and in all of the accidents vehicles were involved and the majority of the accidents were through cars and trucks turning to the right or people opening doors into the way of cyclists so yep not a good thing too many fatalities one good thing about cycling in 2017 is on a more personal note and that was getting to meet and listen to Aisha McGowan speak at the Look Mum No Hands Cafe. That was something that I never thought would happen. I've always profoundly admired Aisha's tenacity and her cycling skills. So it was an absolute privilege to listen to her speak. Thank you very much. And I wish you both a very merry festive season and hopefully see you in 2018. Bye. This is Aisha McGowan. One good thing that happened in 2017 is that they did away with Podium Girls at La Vuelta de España. It's a long time coming. There's no need to have Podium Girls in 2017, and I'm really glad that a grand tour realized that and did something about it. One bad thing from 2017, I was really disappointed in how they handled the incident between Mark Cavendish and Peter Sagan at the Tour de France this year. 
I think there would have there could have been a better resolution. I don't think they should have kicked Sagan out, and I thought that the tour was pretty lackluster because most of the star players were either ejected or injured. So it wasn't my favorite tour, but um, there's always next year. And now, Laura Scott, ultra endurance cyclist. I think the positive in cycling for me this year was watching the community as a whole really come together and sort of tackle some of the sexism in cycling that we've seen over the past few years. I think the Pinarello ad, for example, was a really great example of how the community could come together and rally against these kinds of techniques and and messages that just don't really reflect attitudes anymore. I'm really hoping that it, it sort of signals a change and I think for brands, especially seeing that it's the wider community, not just a few people who are offended by these things, that they'll start to take that on board and we'll see a change in the way that women are represented within the sport. On the other hand, I think we saw things. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST sort of take a step backwards on the pro side of the sport, um, particularly women's cycling. I think it was a really big disappointment when they announced that La Course will only be a single stage this year. It's one of those ones that unless women are actually given the opportunity to be represented within sports properly, it's going to always be hard to prove that there is a value uh, for broadcast to show the women's side of, of, of cycling. Um, and so I think to reduce it after a successful year, seemingly this year, just doesn't make much sense to me. And I think it's a real shame um, not to give these athletes the opportunities that they deserve. Hello, Wheel Suckers. Danielle here, editor of Casket Magazine. Now, I know I'm supposed to give one good and one bad thing that's happened in cycling this year, but I'm going to cheat and give you two of my favourites instead. When it comes to racing, I would say that one of my favourite races this year featured Hannah Barnes at the World Championships in Bergen. For anyone who saw it, you'd see that she was courageous, exciting and pretty much set Twitter on fire. I personally was screaming at the telly and I know I wasn't alone. 
Mark Cavendish and many, many others were in agreement that the women's race in Bergen this year was considerably more exciting than the men's. Um, and I think that was real testament to how exciting women's pro cycling can be. Uh, then back in January, I think I'd have to nominate casket hero Nicole Cook, who presented a scathing and eloquent testimony to Parliament that gave damning evidence on the subject of doping and sexism in cycling. Um, anyone who read it or heard about it would um, understand why this created a lot of conversation, and particularly amongst some of our casket contributors, including Chris Garrison, who agreed with Nicole Cook in this punchy quote, which was featured on Casket. We wouldn't accept this within our offices and homes, and we shouldn't be willing to accept it in our sporting organisations. Here, here to Nicole Cook and Chris Garrison, and here's to more uh, punchy and exciting things from women's cycling next year. Cheers, guys. My name is Ellie Blue, and my favorite thing for bikes that happened in 2017 was the photo I saw in a line of President Trump's motorcade rolling down the street and a woman on a bicycle giving him the finger. It was beautiful. But the worst thing that I then saw related to bikes was she got fired from her federal job. And, you know, it also came out that Recently, somebody at that very same job who was senior to her had actually been sexually harassing people and not been fired or even really have any consequences. So that's 2017 for you. Happy New Year. Last but not least, Nelsie, a cyclist, roller derbyist and barista at Look Mum Your Hands. So we'll start with the worst thing. Leave the best till last. So I think the worst thing that happened this year in terms of cycling was the fact that I didn't end up racing. Um, that was my plan. I don't know, just I just didn't get round to it. Um, maybe made a lot of excuses, probably. Got scared and just just didn't happen. But I'm determined to do it next year. I mean, I've said it now, so I have to do it, don't I? And the best thing that happened was I cycled to Paris in June. So from London to Paris, we took a ferry from New Haven uh, to Dieppe and then just cycled till we got to Paris and it was amazing because it was just three days of um, cycling every morning we woke up and just knew that we had to eat and then get on the bike and then just go just to make just to make it to Paris and yeah it just kind of set me up for doing more long rides whether it's in the UK or around Europe so hopefully next year I'm going to do loads more We're going to start by talking about industry. So I guess with mine, we've already talked about it on the show. Cycling Weekly, fucking up. If you're not aware, they produced a piece about a Leicester cycle club. And it had a picture of a female cyclist. And the caption hadn't been edited properly. And it said underneath the image, token attractive woman. For me, I don't know why I'm so caught up on how much it resonates with me that Cycling Weekly are a slack and that they just don't care. It's just not coming from within. They didn't spot it, they didn't see it, and it went to print. Yeah. And I just think that's not acceptable. It's not okay that this is going on behind closed doors. And now it's not even going on behind closed doors. You know, people talk about not being cared for or well-represented. And it's staring me right in the face and printed. 
I hate that. I really, yeah. really hate that. And then someone on Twitter posted a picture of porn, and it was I was just laughing by that point because I, I was like, ah, this is their quality of work. <laughs> They're just you know? not. You're just not very good. No. And that's a shame. It's a shame. You know, I want to support other people. I think, you know, it's good to work in. They, they have a platform. They have a voice. They yeah. should be using it for good, making things better. Yeah. And Pinarello recently is an absolute joke that... That was hilarious. Pinarello launched their new e-bike. The ad was a picture of a woman. It was basically her saying, I really wanted to ride with my boyfriend, but I could never do that. And now with e-bike, everything is possible. Uh, or something stupid like that. Now the impossible is, is possible. possible. That was, was their like, tagline. So they based it around ability and... Heter- heteronormative. Yeah, he- also heteronormative. <laughs> um, I mean, Twitter and the internet did what it does so well. Yeah, it's jumped on this and just it. really and they highlighted. Took it down. Yeah, and they so they took it down, and that was kind of really the apology, powerful. Though. Yeah, so it was really powerful that it got taken down. Like that was really refreshing. They were able to see their audience weren't happy with it, and then did something about it. That's kind of important, I think. Yeah, but they maybe. then released a statement which was just fucking bullshit she's yeah and actually also they'd done the one about an old man just before they so they did the this woman saying now I can ride with my boyfriend yeah they took that down and did one of an old man like now I can ride with my younger friends and again everybody just like <laughs> they're like no they just it's like wrong. tore into that no. as well and it was like no 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 <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> what e-bikes can be for actually expand about, your own now, campaign now I can just ride yeah, how, how about, about some, that? Like, able-bodied people want e-bikes too. It was terrible. It was <sighs> terrible. Uh, I think what's a shame is that these things still keep happening, and it's 2017. Yep. We still... We've got a long way to go, friends. We both agree, I think, that a good thing, I guess is personal and industry for us, is doing this podcast. Yeah. Being able to articulate our thoughts and ideas. Mm-hmm in a kind of fresh way because don't really have time to write blog posts anymore no. and I don't feel they're a platform that I get a lot from. And we have a like we have a good time chatting with each other about the shit that happens and we've the podcast has enabled us to meet really amazing people and yeah have some really great experiences. Yeah, and a lot of people And we said, get to bring those to you. <laughs> we share. Our dear listeners. <laughs> share our good fun times. Everyone's been saying, you know, sounds like we're having fun. We are having fun. Yeah. We have been having fun. Sure. And it's been really great to get that enthusiasm back. It's been really great to be thinking constantly like, oh, this would be good for the podcast. Or mm. that would be good for the podcast. Yeah. Or yeah. I'd really like to like, yeah, interview that person and really highlight who they are and share that. Because it's been a learning curve. Yes, I know the quality's not always been great. Thanks for sticking with us if you have. And for me, it's really fun to learn a new skill, learn a new thing. Yeah. And it keeps you fresh. It makes you feel really kind of energised. That has been great. So my advice, try something new if you're in a capacity to, because it makes you feel great. Yeah. Hashtag never not learning. Mm -mm -mm. Hashtag knowledge is power. (laughs) What good things for you, Jenny? I like to start with the bad thing, because, you know, bad news first, always, right? Mm -hmm. So the bad thing this year is that we got our second eviction notice, and we're getting kicked out in one to two years. So if you like what we do, buy our shit, 
take our classes, use our workshop space, get your bike service with us because that at least shows that you guys like us and want us to exist past this date. Currently, we cannot afford market rates in central London. So if you know any rich millionaires or, you know, billionaires who are keen to support a little bike project, do let me know. We pay £8,000 a year for 50 square meter space. We're looking for something comparable to that. So if you know of anything that fits that description or know of any organizations that might want to, to partner with us and we can share the space, please get in touch. So that's the bad thing mm. that's happened this year. Good thing, can I say two? It's awesome. <laughs> we can do what we want. One of the good things is and we've got this really great group of people working at LBK now. We've hired two new female mechanics and they're awesome and it's feeling more cohesive again. I'm looking forward to what 2018 brings with this new group. And the second thing that I'm happy about this year is the book that I wrote, How to Build a Bike. I've had really good response about it. I haven't checked the Amazon reviews lately, so I have no idea, but the people that have written stuff, and I did not I asked a couple people to write them, but like most of them are unsolicited. <laughs> you have to, you? I kind of want to look, but I won't. Yeah. yeah, so most of them are unsolicited, and people have been <laughs> Shocker. like amazing and really, really... They've written really, really nice things in, in the description, so I appreciate that. And I'm really thankful for the opportunity to... That this book has brought me opportunities to meet with people in other parts of the world. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to meet Joe Breeze again. Yeah! Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Marin Museum of Bicycling and I'm going to be hopefully meeting them and, and we'll get an interview for the podcast. <gasps> Something to look forward to in 2018. Who knew? Yes! <laughs> That's me. How about you, Alex? Sarah Conley, aka PW Cycling, Professional Women Cycling, has announced she is stepping down. She has been a true inspiration me we've had her on the show you can listen to us talking to her i'll link it below she was the number one place to go for women cycling yeah she is a fountain of knowledge and was a massive fan a massive fan and a powerhouse of passion and stoke and energy she was so enthused about the cyclists and knew so much about them and it's a real real shame so there's a article about it on cycling tips that i will link below but I wanted to read the statement that kind of really connected with me was part of me stepping back is that I've recognized over the last couple of years that I can't get angry anymore about the injustice in cycling. It's not because I'm not angry. It's because I am just exhausted. I just can't talk about Lacourse again. I can't have the minimum wage debate again. And I can't talk about the Pinarello advert because I just don't have the same energy to keep having the same fight over and over again. I took that to heart. Yeah. I saw elements of myself in that. And you do get beat down. Yeah. You, you do really get do. tired. So, like, we're talking about this again? Yeah, it's like, oh, are we really doing this again? We really are doing this again. So, I wanted to say, Sarah, thank you so much for all the work that you've done. I yeah. think you do deserve a rest, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, take a vacation. And I think the other important thing to add, the quote goes on, for me personally, to do what I do and to keep writing about it, to be angry about it, to try to affect change, I have to care. I still care, but I am just tired. 
I think it's time for some people with newfound energy to take over that voice and take over the fight. And for me, I don't know, anybody listening, it's really, really important that like a phoenix, some things rise from the ashes and they die, but something new should rise up Mm -hmm. again. And sometimes you have to pass the baton on because you get tired, your interests change, your life changes. So if you want to fight about this, we want to fight about it. Yeah. Come fight fight with us. Come and fight. Like, get fighting. Do what Sarah was doing. Let's hold their feet to the fire. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's really important that also, again, I kind of just want to highlight what was so inspiring for me about Sarah is that she encourages and she teaches. She'd be like, don't worry if you don't know about that. I'll show you how. Yeah. I think that's really important advice I'm going to take on. It can't always be just you. No. So empower and help other people to, you know, fight the fight, do what they want to do. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And I think we're going to end on a note of saying thank you, listener. Thank you, gentle listener. (laughs) You're amazing. You are so good. You are so good. (laughs) You are good for listening to us. You are good for letting us know, some of you, personally or online. And it's really touching. As lame as that sounds. And I'm we like hearing about it because we're not sure if what we're doing is good. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall, audio spaghetti, and I just, <sighs> I hope it sticks. <laughs> Something will stick. <laughs> it always eventually does. But if yeah. we keep typing, <laughs> we'll eventually get Shakespeare. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the blessed of times. <laughs> Damn it. So yeah, thank you. Again, always want advice. We always want feedback. Constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, constructive, please. constructive, please. Maybe events you know that we could try and be at, topics you'd like us to discuss. People you want us to interview. Yeah, that would be great. Products you want us to sell for you. You know, share the love. Let's yeah. all grow. Let's get yeah. better. Let's be better. 2018. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> so goodbye, friends. Thank you. Thank you and goodbye. And good luck. You need it. <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 